As usual, incredible guests. It seems like this may actually be the first time I had someone from the fire department on my show. Someone from the emergency responder community. I think I've had every LEO in the world, uh, every Navy SEAL, that's for sure. And uh, for now, it's awesome, man. Fire Department Chronicles in the house. Jason Patton. How's it going, brother? Ah, it's going good, man. I'm glad to hear that you finally had the heroes on here. You know, you get all the cops and then you get the firefighter. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding, go all my man. <laughs> hey, man, it only took me 130 episodes, right? <laughs> that's impressive you've done that many episodes, bro. That's, that's really impressive. That's not, <laughs> I don't even it's not know. easy to put 130 episodes together, man. Uh, yeah, especially when like you throw technology in there. And, and I'm like one of those, like, you know, put the, the, the round, the circle in a square box. Mm. Yeah, me and you both, yeah. <laughs> we linked up on social media. We, we have a lot of the same associates because I swear, man, a lot of us just kind of gravitate towards comedy. Yeah. And Fire Department Chronicles. Yeah, I want to go into who you are in a minute, but I want to know, how did you get involved with that? Did you create it? What's the deal? It's funny. We binged it. Love it. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah like you said, I mean, dark humor and all that. Humor in general especially in, in, you know, being a police officer, a firefighter, a military, or, you know, if you're in the healthcare field, like that, that's how we deal with stuff. You know, I've always said like, there's two types of people, people that laugh about this stuff or people that go like sit in corners and you worry about them. Like, you know, it's, it's it really tends to only be one of two ways. Um, but uh, we, uh, we started just messing around the, the station, man. Just like it started off as National Geographic's Fire Department Edition. I was, you know, Steve uh-huh. Allen and all that stuff and I had a good time with it. And, uh, just started, you know, making videos and saw people, you know, because relatability is what it really comes down to yeah. when it comes to comedy. Like how, how well can you relate to this stuff? And I think, I think in general, no matter what you, no matter what you do, I find cop stuff funny and cops find, you know, firefighter stuff funny because in the end it's all, it all goes on that same first responder line. Yeah. Um, but I, I found out really quickly, man, that it, it was helping a lot of people mentally, which was like something that I, I never even thought of. And then it's just exploded since then. Between like short skits and memes, that is what the internet was made for. Wow. I know Al Gore, like 50 years ago when he created the uh, internet, <laughs> it was all bad memes, man. The meme war and the short skits. I love short skits because you know what? Everything is like just, you have to get it in there quick. Nobody has, yeah. you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes anymore to just sit down and see anything. I want to watch something for a couple minutes ago. You know, that's funny, man. That is funny. Dude, that's something you can relate to. 100%. Yeah. And that's what it is. You know what's funny, man, is you can find analytics and stuff on like social media and stuff. And the average watch time is three seconds. So yeah. you have three seconds to find someone's here. But yeah, I, I've noticed that my biggest, my most successful videos, you know, uh, minus maybe one of them, it's, it's less than a minute. If you can get the comedy in less than a minute, then you're yeah. good to go. Because everybody does the same thing. Something funny comes up, then you tap that screen. And if that says five minutes, you're like, next. <laughs> I mean, we have zero attention span. So yeah, fast, funny memes. I love memes. Memes are hysterical. Uh-huh. Um, and I, yeah, just, you just got to try to get it in there fast. You got to get on the Pop Smoke official, guys. I don't know if you've been on that podcast yet, Mm-mm. but that, they're like meme content creators, man. Are they? Yeah, Ex-Marine, awesome. ex-Navy, all sorts of stuff, man. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, I'll have to hook up with them. <laughs> definitely, man. You're just cracking me up. But that's the thing is like today, you know, when I'm doing interview prep, I guess look on there, I'm like, I could watch the Fire Department Chronicles all day. And you did one where you're like, you're critiquing 911, that show 911. And my yeah. daughter and I watch it, and this guy's eyes are bulging out. And it's like, oh, I love it, man. <laughs> I just did that, bro. I did it as an experiment. I did it because I, I was telling my girlfriend, like, I want to grow my YouTube a little bit more. And I yeah. want to, like, expand outside of what I normally do. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, this thing popped up. And I was like, yo, I got to review that, man. I got to, like, give the outside view of what mm-hmm. And, uh, and people loved it, man. People really loved it, dude. And I was like, that's all. Because it is hysterical how absolutely unrealistic most of those shows are. And I get it. You got to do it for entertainment yeah. purposes. But pushing someone's eyeballs back <laughs> in their head, never recommended. Never. <laughs> and like, hey, you know what? He's really urgent. We can't get him to the hospital. I'm like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, it was those things that was like, you know, oh, yeah, we can't go. He's way too unstable. Like, no, that is the opposite, man. Okay. Those are called load and goes, you know? Like, We're, I'm going to load that clip in here. So audience, if you're listening or watching everything, uh, just split boom you're gonna watch that clip right here but yeah man it's uh <laughs> you get there's a lot you know what i've seen a lot of navy seals i've been doing that uh i love navy seals man so like <laughs> there's a ton of them that came on my show but oh, it's like it two navy seals watch war movies and they critique them and i'm like it's the funniest shit in the world i love it it really is man because in, until you until you are like in that field and you have mm-hmm. experience you never understand like how outland i mean fast and furious we all know none of that stuff would have ever happened in any shape or form everyone would have died yeah but (laughs) you know it's like like you want like before i had any experience in this field but you know you would watch like cop shows and they're like enhance enhance and they're like zoom in 10 miles down the down the road into something like yeah that's about right what (laughs) yeah you hit the nail on the head right there the best scene any movie super troopers enhance enhance (laughs) And as being in law enforcement, I've used that a million times. Like I'll be at my yeah. computer, people are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Enhance, enhance." They're like, <laughs> it really is funny, man. But that's I, that's what I love, dude. Is especially this kind of stuff. You're able to point out the ridiculousness of it. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, uh, I was actually researching one of the episodes today, and funny enough, my girlfriend and I were like, "Holy crap, that actually happened!" Like some, not that, not yeah. the eye popping out. One where this guy falls on a. Uh, on a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what is it called? Pressure, like a pressure gauge or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and the, it blows up his ass. Yes. Uh-huh. That actually happened, bro. And I was oh like, I Googled it. And then I was like, what? <laughs> I started going. And like, it was so funny, bro, because it was verbatim what they said in the show. I was like, oh, they just pulled it from there, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Let's let's talk about that content. So you know those guys have like a whole writing room, and they're pulling yeah. stories like from from today. You can't make this shit up because it's real. You know it's absolutely yeah. real. But how do you come yeah. up with your content? I mean, a lot of it is, is based on real life. We know that, especially like yeah, you know, dealing with cops yeah. and blood and everything. But how do you, I mean, how do you come up with the content? You, it's it's honest. Ninety percent of it is stuff that I deal with all the time. You know, like uh, we do the like what what do firefighters say? What paramedics say? You know, stuff like that because it's stuff I've said for fourteen mm-hmm. years. You know, um, 
but a lot of it is just it's experiences that I've come across and I'm like that is ridiculous and I need to make fun of it you know yeah. but one of my one of my favorite ones was um you know because all police officers have to be tased they use a taser or pepper spray they use pepper spray yeah. and I'm like what if that was what if it was like that in the medical field like what if we had to try every single drug <sighs> before we were allowed yeah. to give it so I did it and like what if we had to get and the defibrillation one came up because I was talking to this guy who supposedly was in the Marines and he was like, yeah, man, in order to use a defibrillator for us, we got to defibrillate ourselves. And I was like, that's <laughs> not true. Like, there's no way because everyone would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not the way that works, bro. So like, he, uh, but I was like, man, that would be a hysterical video and it, and it worked out. It was really, really good. So, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I love, I love comedy, man. I, you know, and the biggest thing is mental health. You and I touched a little bit about it on a pre-interview mm -hmm. and you're a big proponent of mental health. Let's take a look at the shirt. Let's talk about it. Yep. Banyan, yeah, Banyan cares. So, I, uh, you know, mental health is huge with first responders. We all know that first responders, military, everybody, you know, anyone mm -hmm. in the healthcare industry, it, it's always the, you know, our dispatchers, first responders, but they still yep. deal with the same thing. Um, you know, it's, um, it's something that a lot of people deal with that we see, you know, and it's always that fine line because you got to be tougher than the average. You can do what we do, mm -hmm. but you also need to understand that like, you know, your brain is like anything else. Like if, if it breaks yeah. or, or you have issues with it, you need to address it. The problem is, is that because we can't see it, you know, we're like, Oh man, that's, you know, whatever, dude, you're weak, bro. You can't handle this. I always compare that to like, if, if your buddy came up to you and he's like, yo, my pancreas stopped working. I have diabetes now. I'd be like, yo, what, what, what kind of pancreas do you have, bro? Like, huh, your pancreas stopped? Like, makes no sense, yeah. right? So, but that's the way we kind of approach it. So I, I found a lot of times with like, with mental health, man, the biggest thing is, is, you know, the big hot keywords, the stigma, breaking stigma. the stigma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just making it so it's not so, you know, it's not such a bad word. Like mental health is not a bad word or mm -hmm. talking to your buddy is not a bad thing. Like you can address issues, but you can do it in a light manner and still at least like kind of dabble and see how bad this actually is kind of thing. Yes, um, absolutely. But, but it's always the, the biggest issue that I think we have is it's always over alcohol. It's always like, like, yo, let's go get a few beers. And you're like, three beers in and you're no longer talking about the things you should have been talking about. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or you drink too much. And you're like, I love you, man. But you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you end up in his bed and it's just, wow. What just, what it's just weird. Happened? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as he said that, I just looked at him like, you end up in his bed and I'm looking at this big ass bottle breacher on my desk. And I'm like, what happens next? That's kind of weird. I don't know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so what is Banyan Cares? Is that, I want to know more about that organization. So it's Banyan Treatment Centers is the name of it. And okay. uh, Banyan Treatment Centers, they have uh, 12 or uh, 11 or 12, depending on we're about to open up one, um, but uh, 11 facilities across the United States. And what's great about it, the reason I started working with them was, you know, I have a national platform or a worldwide platform, depending yeah. on where you're at. And um, I wanted to be able to give people a name to look to if they had problems. And it wasn't yeah. like, uh, you know, is that place good? Is it not? Because the one thing I've always said is, it's already hard enough for first responders to even mm -hmm. admit they have a problem. And then to go to their departments and their departments are like, well, we don't know what to do. And if they even know what to do, like yeah. they don't know where to send people. They're like, uh, I, do I send you to Mike's, you know, 
Mike's first responder shack down the street or are they just, you know, know. that kind of thing. So um, I started working with them because their reputation has been incredible. So we developed something called crew. Um, It's a treatment for first responders specific. It it works for any kind of traumas, but it works Mm -hmm. very well for first responders, you know, the modality CBD and DBT, that kind of thing. And then EMDR, depending on how bad it is. So yeah, it's awesome. I definitely want to look into it. I'm going to post a little bit, something about it in the video here. So everybody take a look, follow them. Um, the other thing is we do need, and you know, you, it's hard to do this stuff internal because then it's like, well, if you were, if you go and you talk to a chaplain and not that I shouldn't say the chaplain because that's confidential, but let's say you talk to one of your managers and say, Hey, I'm all fucked up and blah, blah. And they take you off the street. But if they send you, if you can go to someone like, like Banning and they can keep it confidential, you could just vent stress. And I tell people all the time, you may go and see a therapist. That one particular one might suck, but there's always another one. It might take you five different trips. Go there yes. for 20, 30 minutes. Find the right one, yeah. man. The therapist I had for years, man, she, we talked about zombies and killing and all sorts of <laughs> shit. And it was great, man. It, dude, it's awesome. Therapy is so great, bro. And I think mm-hmm. that's what so many people have like. Uh, I had a, a girl that I dated. She said that um, marriage counselors don't work. And I said, why? She said, because everyone who goes to marriage counseling gets a divorce. I said, what are those people going to marriage counseling? <laughs> like, yeah. They're already screwing the neighbors. And they're like, what's going on? That's like all those stars. It's like, he got, he got, he got with his dick and someone. And they're like, he's got a sex addiction. Yeah, he's, he's at the sex, <laughs> yeah. the, sex, like, the sex club for a month and a half <laughs> trying to cure his addiction. It's like, yeah, no, but I think, no, I just, I think in general, like a lot of people, they, they look at therapy as such a negative thing, bro. Nothing feels better than going in. Like go, you're like feeling shitty about some stuff. You don't know what to do. You yeah. go into a therapy. And like you said, it takes time, but you find a good person. You go sit down and even that maybe it's literally an hour of you just, blah, 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 just mm-hmm. getting it all up your chest. I mean, you leave out of there. You're like, God, that feels so much better. I know yes. I'm not judged. You know, I'm not judged. I don't, yeah. I know this is good. Maybe they give you some, some things that you can do to help work, you know, some exercises, stuff like that. But yeah, with man, the right bro. therapist, the right one, every single time you come out of there, every single time yep. you got one iota of something new because yep. you don't get it like with your friends and everything. Cause you gotta remember your friends are typically the same as you, you know, they talk the same shit. You are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're the same and everybody around doesn't, they know you, but when you go to someone yeah. new and they, they look at you, oh, that's what your problem is. Yeah. It's not even always a problem. It's just, Something that's just irking you. Bro, have you ever like, I don't know how much mechanical knowledge you have, but like, you know, sometimes there's literally, you know, you have, you know, gears and stuff working. And I've been, when I worked on cars, man, you have multiple gears Mm -hmm. lining up. And sometimes one of them pulls out just slightly, just a little bit. And it's enough to bind up the rest of them. Mm -hmm. And literally it's something very minute. And you just push that thing back in and you're right back in it. You know, a belt comes off and it's squeaking all the time. That's the squeaking in your brain, bro. Uh, 100% man and all the time we're always like oh it's definitely this when it could be something completely different I had a, a therapist when I was talking to one time I was having a massive problem bro. I was suicidal it was really bad mm-hmm. and I went through this entire session with this lady and at the very end of it she's like yo have you ever thought that maybe you maybe think of this a little bit incorrectly and maybe you should actually like accept this and look at this? And I was like, mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yep. Dude, I was, that was it. I was good to go, man. I was like, huh. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's that simple. You know what I do want to key off of right there is you mentioned that you were suicidal. 
you know how long, like years ago, not even years ago, like not that long ago, if you mention that on the air, it's like your life is over. Yeah. Like me, now that I hit my 20, I'm like, you know, my first time I ever talked about my own issues with it was with, uh, with Deputy Hookham the other day. It's the first time I ever really came out and talked about wow. it. Now I'm like, I got my 20, screw you. I'll, I'm going to talk about it all day long if I want to. Yeah. And that's it's a big thing yeah. with Leo's. Yeah. yeah. It's a big thing with Leo's because it's something I never thought about with Leo's, but like, you know, they take your gun, bro. Like, yeah. oh no, you can't go. No, oh, you, you can't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like, boom, taking your gun. Yep. Like, and that, I can't imagine that, man. I couldn't imagine someone being like, mm-hmm. uh, me going and be like, dude, I, you know, I, I really don't feel good, man. I feel suicidal. And then being like, you're off the truck, Jason. That's it, bro. Yep. Sorry. You're, you're, uh, you're over there now. I'll be like, well, fuck. No, I'm fine, man. I'm good. Like, I don't know. I'm like, what are you talking about? So, Take away your livelihood, man. I've had one of these things. I've had one of these things on me for, you know, 20 years now. And it's like, and for you listeners, that's a badge I just showed up. But the thing is like, you know, I'm at the point though, but it, it's taken me over 20 years to be able to actually talk about anything. What that's about crazy. the guy, this guy or girl that's been on a job for six, seven years and has just really hit that wall and I can't talk to anybody about it. And you know what's, you know what, what's jacked up with like um, supervisors or chiefs, people that are higher up at admin, that kind of thing. They mm-hmm. look at them as a liability. And it's yeah. like, why don't we look at them as the opposite? So you got a guy who's mentally jacked up, right? He's seen mm-hmm. way too many things. Now he's so mentally uh, frozen, you know, he's yep. so mentally like, uh, you know, looking the other way, that kind of thing, distracted that when he shows up, he's useless or she's useless. Like she's, yep. they're doing the bare minimum, that kind of thing. If you just invested I know. a little bit of time into them, they'll become that great employee again. The know? problem is, and we all know this, and if you're a manager out there, maybe you should self-reflect Um, because there's a difference between a manager and a leader is that they would rather replace them and they don't understand. They do not understand that when I was a special agent, it took me years to figure out what the hell I'm doing. I shouldn't say years to figure out what I'm doing, but it takes a while to understand what the hell you're doing and you can't just replace that because what if that next person you get, and I was, here's the analogy I always give. If, If there's 10 people, three are hard workers, two are absolutely great supporters Two were kind of hanging out and, and the other, the rest are just worthless. What if yeah. you get a worthless one to replace them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've already invested a ton of time into that person. They understand the biz. They understand the, the ins mm-hmm. and outs of everything. Around there them. is a reason they're burnt out is because they are nine times out of 10. They are proactive. Yeah. Busting their ass doing what they got to yep. do to get the job done and to support their fellow brothers and sisters. Nine yes. times out of 10. Yeah, the, the hard workers are normally the ones that get burnt out real fast because they're mm-hmm. hard chargers. They're trying to do the right thing, that kind of stuff. The guy who just walks – and listen, <laughs> sometimes I – you know, we've all been those people at some point. Yeah. Or at least I am. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's hard, man, because especially with the mental health, man, like mm-hmm. I even find myself doing this because it's so, it's so ingrained in my brain. I've had to try – somebody, they're like, oh, man, you know, this, that, or that happened. I'm like, come on. Like I see someone crying on camera. I'm like, come on. And then I'm like, oh, sh- no, no, that's not the right way to Don't think about this. Like, Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. You know, and it, it takes time, man. It's a culture that's been just beaten into our brains. Uh-huh. But if we can slowly change it in ourselves, even if it's just a little bit over time, then yep. we'll be good to go. I love Absolutely. it, man. Well, I know you got your busy man, busy, 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 but I do want to talk about coffee. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it, man. Let's hear about the company. And then there's one thing so, I really uh, want to talk about when you, when you tell me, come on. <laughs> Fire Department Coffee, man. We uh, started it about three, just over three years ago. It's uh, 
It's owned and run by firefighters. Uh, we uh, give back 10% of all net proceeds to sick and injured first responders. So it doesn't have to be just, they could be any first responder. Awesome. Uh, but we wanted to create a company that genuinely made good coffee, good high-end coffee. Uh, if you're you know, a first responder, we give you guys discounts. It's uh, 50, essentially 50% off what our, what our uh, online sales wow. are, our online prices are. Yeah, man, we try to take care of our own. And then we, we give back 10% of that. We find guys who like, can't pay their mortgage for the month. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, we t- maybe take care of the mortgage for the month or, or whatever it is. But the big thing, man, high quality coffee, it's, it's run by first responders. So we get oh, it, dude. We get what coffee, it's like, man. you know? Uh, yeah. That's, let's that's let's talk about the best coffee. part of this. And, I, you know, I'm perusing through the website and I see alcohol infused <laughs> coffee. Yeah. And then you have yeah, rum infused. I am like, I am an absolute rum fanatic. I love rum. Uh, <laughs> what's up with that, man? It's the first alcohol infused coffee I've seen on the market. It's dude, it's awesome, bro. It like you get the you get all the good things from you know you get the nice taste of of alcohol. So mm. we infuse it into the green beans themselves. Yeah. Then when we roast it, it roasts off the the alcohol itself, so you can actually drink it at work and you you're not gonna oh, get yeah, fired that course, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you you retain the 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 flavor of it and the aroma, so it's not flavored. Uh, then yeah. you actually infuse these beans, man. And yeah. I tell you, it's. It like my favorite Irish whiskey, Egan's Irish whiskey is, is what we infuse our Irish whiskey with, and it's so good, man. That and uh, bourbon are my two favorites. So don't you have to be really poor Irish man. to be a fireman? I don't know. I, don't know. I, uh, I mean, I, I qualify, so we're yeah. good. To go. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, um, we're gonna have you on again. I'd love to have I appreciate you, it, man. you, and we'll do a round table. We'll get a we'll get an LEO on here and we'll we'll bust everybody's balls. Let's do it, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Thanks all for coming on, dude. Thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man.